Сьогодні відбувся саміт НАТО. Слабкий саміт, розгублений саміт. Саміт, на якому видно, що не всі вважають боротьбу за свободу для Європи метою номер один. НАТО свідомо ухвалило рішення не закривати небо над Україною. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from Rapidly Rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we'll celebrate Nancy Green's birthday. We'll hear some tunes by Frank Gillen. We'll sink to the bottom of the sea, hear some songs about Helianthus, and play a couple of records left over from last week. Last week, March 4th, marked the birth into slavery in 1834 in Mount Sterling, Kentucky, of Nancy Green. She's not a composer, lyricist, publisher, or even a musician. So why is she getting her own birthday segment? Well, Nancy Green was the first woman whose likeness was used on boxes of Aunt Jemima pancake flour. She was born Nancy Hayes, but married George Green in 1870, and they had five children during their marriage. In 1893, Green moved to Chicago to work for the prominent Walker family. According to one obituary, Green made pancakes for the family, so delicious that they spread the word among their friends, and Green was hired by the Pearl Milling Company to portray Aunt Jemima and make pancakes at a booth at the 1893 Chicago World's Fair. The character of Aunt Jemima is based on the song Old Aunt Jemima, composed in 1875 by Billy Kersans, an African-American comedian and minstrel performer. So successful was the World's Fair advertising campaign that Green was given a lifetime contract to be the human trademark for the brand, and she spent the next three decades traveling the country, promoting the brand, and giving cooking demonstrations. Nancy Green died August 30, 1923, in Chicago when she was hit by a car and was buried in an unmarked grave in Oakwood Cemetery. That is until September of 2020, when 20 years of research and fundraising on the part of Sherry Williams, founder and president of the Bronzeville Historical Society, resulted in identification of, and a headstone for, Nancy Green's grave. Ironically, the Aunt Jemima brand is now unmarked, discontinued by PepsiCo with the products rebranded as Pearl Milling Company. In 1933, Aunt Jemima was portrayed by Anna Robinson, and the first Aunt Jemima character to appear in television commercials was portrayed by blues singer Edith Wilson. 
When I played a record by Edith Wilson a couple of years ago, our longtime listener James, sadly an early fatal victim of COVID, wrote to say that in 1962, when he was a student at Lincoln Elementary in Dubuque, Iowa, the school called a special assembly featuring the Pancake Lady. But here's to the original Aunt Jemima, Nancy Green. Good morning, folks, get going, it's breakfast time. Did you have a peaceful night, huh? And how's that appetite? Now when the rooster's crowing and alarm clocks chime, it's Aunt Jemima's pancake time. Oh, what a breakfast any man makes when they're in sight. Just let a stack of golden pancakes start the day right. Now here's one man who's knowing he's in his prime at Aunt Jemima's pancake time. Well, howdy, folks. Here we are at the breakfast table. And now while Aunt Jemima's busy keeping your plates filled with those luscious golden browns, the pancake man will annoy you by dishing out a little batch of home-cooked foolishness. Speaking of home-cooking... Some of you ladies who still mix your own batter remind me of the fellow who decided to wallpaper his own room, and when he got through, they asked him what all the lumps were. He discovered he'd forgotten to take down the pictures. Can you imagine that? Uh, Help yourself to the syrup and butter there, will you? I'm going to annoy you with a little song dedicated to the woman who had her face lifted, but when she got the doctor's bill, it dropped again. Be it ever and ever so homely, remember there is no face like your own. Be it fat or skin and bone, all this lifting and shifting is only baloney, so you better let that doggone thing alone. Though it's hard to tell from some folks' chin where face leaves off and neck begins, we can't all have the kind they carve in stone. All those who face it may mind it. You're lucky you're behind it. Remember, there's no face like your own. Oh, wait a minute. Old Aunt Jemima's been and got back with more of those light, fluffy plantation pancakes. <laughs> Takes less than a minute for each stack. That is, providing you don't do like the lazy woman who put popcorn in the batter, thinking they'd turn over by themselves. Don't do that. Pass the syrup, Mother, will you? Well... I dish out a little sweetness here. Oh, dear little gadabout, you are the one that I'm mad about. Oh, life would be sad without someone like you to be glad about. I never had a doubt have your fling and want a little ring, oh dear, dear little God about, I'll see your dad about you. And now finish up that plate full of cakes there while we're turning over this next batch, will you? Well, here we are ready for our second helping. I tell you, there's nothing like a good healthy breakfast to start the day off right, no matter what side of the bed you get out of. And now while you're smothering those cakes with syrup and butter, 
Let me tell you how Buck feels about this question of sleep, will you? Just the way he told it to me. Now, early to bed uh, and early to rise, you've often heard it said, make you wealthy and wise. Well, that early to bed part, that's logic to me. From my feet to my head, it fits to a feet. Some folks uh, like to travel and smile at the scenes, but I crave to unravel them miles in my dreams. It takes me more time to get rested, I know. But I'm different from others. I sleep awful slow. For riches I slave for and big overhead. But I'm retiring by nature. All I crave is a bed and a sleep. Beautiful sleep. Or oh, at the blink of an eyelash, I'm gone. It just ain't in my makeup to naturally wake up without a few hours to yawn. Now, some folk got to have just a proper nightgown and be in a room where there isn't a sound. But me, I don't even have to lay down to sleep. Beautiful sleep. Now I see Dad's ready to leave the table for the daily grind, Mother. So let's take a look at our morning paper. Hand it over, will you? I see by the papers all the news that's print to fit. Of who is who and what they do, I'll tell you bit by bit. Now each latest paper in headlines brightly shines. Today I choose a bit of news and read between the lines. I see by the papers the leaders all agree. You hear them rave, we're on a wave of great prosperity. With this latest caper, my bankroll's mighty thin. That wave is quite a breaker when the bills come rolling in. I see by the papers, a druggist advertised. Our ice cream takes the well-known cake, a make we highly prize. With this latest caper, his sign looked queer to me. It read, act quick, take home a brick, you may have company. <laughs> and now, if you'll excuse me, I'll hire myself into the kitchen and get my daily dozen of those famous Aunt Jemima Golden Browns. So good morning, folks, I'm going, I must get mine. So have a pleasant day, and remember what I say. Now when the rooster's crowing and alarm clocks chime, and your mama's Oh, what a noise the crowd is making. 
Jemima's Jubilee, written by Maceo Pinkard and William Tracy, who will be getting his own birthday segment for the first time on the June 19th show. The last time I played that song was by the Premier Quartet on an Edison disc. This time you heard it by the Harmonizers Quartet on Vocalion 14152, released in April of 1921. Vocalion released 14 sides of the Harmonizers Quartet between December of 1920 and May of 1922. I don't know the personnel, but Billy Jones seems to be the lead tenor on this record. We started with both sides of the Aunt Jemima Man at the Breakfast Table from a Victor special pressing made January 13, 1930. It sounds like a promotional or advertising record and has no catalog number, but the matrix numbers are BVE 58374 and 75. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. You may have heard about the cargo ship Felicity Ace, which was bound for the U.S. last month, carrying about 4,000 Porsche, Lamborghini, Bentley, and Volkswagen automobiles. Unfortunately, it caught fire and burned for more than a week. The fire was extinguished and the ship was under tow back to port when structural damage and rough seas caused it to sink. Since the crew was safely rescued early on, 
there was no one on board to play the ukulele as the ship went down. When the ship struck a great big whaley While we lay ill all day In the Bay of Biscayo Yo-ho, my lad, yo-ho I'll tell you the tale of a sailor Who sailed the Bay of Biscayo As the captain of a whaler Of his gallant deeds you all should know Yo-ho, my lad, yo-ho I'll tell the tale of the Nancy Lee, the ship that got shipwrecked at sea. The bravest man was Captain Brown, for he played his ukulele as the ship went down. All the crew were in despair, some rushed here and the others rushed there, but the captain sat in the captain's chair, and he played his ukulele as the ship went down. short for half a crown so i'll be out of pocket when the ship goes down the captain answered holy gee it's all up with the nancy lee you're all right but what about me i shall wet my ukulele when the ship goes down When the ship goes down Man, the rafts with chains and a rope, you combined them. The 
the bosun searched both fore and aft, but dashed if he could find him at the mercy of that raging sea was the good ship Nancy Lee. The captain's wife was on the ship, and he was glad she'd made the trip. As she could swim, she might not drown, so he tied her to the anchor as the ship went down. They sprung a leak just after dark, and through the hole came a hungry shark, and bit the skipper near the water mark as he played his ukulele when the ship went down. Hey, Captain, that sounds a bit sick. What's wrong with you, my lad? I feel like a lift, Captain. All up and down. Well, say it with music. Aye, aye. If I had the wings of a seagull From this burning deck I would fly the pets on board were all scared stiff. The cat meowed and the monkey sniffed. The old green parrot hung upside down, saying scratch a polly polly as the ship went down. The crow's nest fell and it killed the crew. The starboard watch was too while slow, but the captain sung bo do de do as he played his ukulele when the ship went down.
The Goofus Five, January 14, 1925, with Deep Blue Sea Blues, written by Clara Smith from OK40292. Before that, parts one and two of He Played His Ukulele as the Ship Went Down, written by Arthur Leclerc. There are lots of recordings of it made by British bands. We heard Ambrose and his orchestra, with a vocal by Sam Brown and members of the orchestra, on HMV B-6137, January 29th, 1932. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com, or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. In putting this show together, I came across the name Frank J. Gillen, G-I-L-L-E-N. He wrote a number of tunes, so I thought about doing a birthday segment for him. Just one problem, I couldn't find his date of birth. In fact, I couldn't find any other biographical information about him. But he's getting his own segment anyway. Titles in the Frank Gillen catalog include When General Pershing Comes Home, Sweet Molly Malone, If They'd Only Move Old Ireland Over Here, and these.
remember me when you long to be caressed. So I send to you little buns of blue with a million kisses blessed. When other lips are pleading to see your eyes in answer shine tenderly, remember dear that forget me not will always mean remember me. Forget me not means remember me when you long to be caressed. And so I send to you a little bottle of blue with a million kisses blessed. When other lips are pleading to see your eyes in answer shine tenderly. Remember, dear, that forget me not will always mean remember me. Pianist, composer, arranger, and bandleader Dave Kaplan was Edison's house pianist and arranger for several years pulling down a salary of $100 a week, righteous bucks in the early 20s. He also led his own orchestra for Edison, making a total of 72 sides, most credited as Kaplan's Melodists, but also as the Atlantic Dance Orchestra, Dave Kaplan and his Happiness Orchestra, and, spelling his name backwards, McNalpak's Dance Orchestra. Isn't that clever? <laughs> yeah, it is. But he also performed under the name The Top Notchers, who we just heard playing Forget Me Not means Remember Me. The vocalist was George Wilton Ballard, one of Edison's most popular tenors. He began recording in 1910, but his first Edison Blue Amberol Cylinder was released in 1914. He made a total of about 140 cylinder and diamond disc recordings for Edison by the early 20s when he retired. And I think he may be getting his own birthday segment in November. That Edison Diamond Disc, number 51453, was made November 28, 1924. And Forget Me Not was written by the trio of Art Conrad, Harry Hanbury, and Frank Gillen. Before Forget Me Not, Harry Reeser's syncopators were underneath a sunny sky. Gillen gets solo credit on Columbia 276-D... Wax, December 27, 1924. And we started our little tribute to Frank J. Gillen with Nightmare Blues. Gillen wrote the tune and Arthur Beam, B-E-H-I-M, the lyrics, sung there by Daisy Martin, described on the label as Colored Soprano, with the Tampa Blue Jazz Band, a pseudonym for Joseph Samuel's Jazz Band. OK8013-B was made in November 1921. I'm Glenn Robinson, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Back in 2017, I had a sunflower segment. Tonight, we have another sunflower segment, but for a very different reason. The sunflower, scientific name Helianthus, is the national flower of Ukraine, where it is called Sunyashnik. 
Sunflowers were first imported to Ukraine from North America in the 1800s, and today Ukraine is the world's biggest producer and exporter of sunflower oil and sunflower seeds. Not only that, but the sunflower is a big part of the country's culture, with sunflowers seen in folk art, embroidered on clothing, and painted on furniture and walls. So, with continued prayers for the people of Ukraine, and hope that the sunflower continues to represent the sun's warmth and energy and be synonymous with Ukraine, is a set of rapidly rotating records about Helianthus.
Sunflower Maid was composed by Leo Isolt, with the lyrics by Henry Bach Smith and Francis Wheeler. Last time I played it was a 1923 instrumental by Arthur Lang and his orchestra on Cameo 423. This time you heard a vocal version, also on Cameo, number 396, made July 29, 1923, sung by Willie Robine, spelled R-O-B-Y-N, but pronounced Robine credited on some copies of the record as Wee Willie Robine, a reference to his short stature. Tim Brooks wrote a 50-page biography of Willie Robine for the spring 1992 Association for Recorded Sound Collections journal, but I have time here to include only the briefest of information. Robine was born William Rubin in Latvia on November 24, 1894. At age 13, in defiance of his extremely strict and religious Jewish father, he made his way to the U.S. to join his uncle Jacob in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, not being able to speak a word of English. He had a talent for singing, and after peddling wares to local miners, got a job singing at a local synagogue. Through a series of fortunate connections, Reuben went to New York to pursue music as a career. He performed in vaudeville as a Russian immigrant named Wolf Skarpioff, accompanied on piano by Leon Varvara, whose real name was Leon Goldberg. He cold-called Victor and made a couple of test recordings, but was not hired. He had a little better luck at Columbia, Emerson, and O.K., where he was given the name Willie Robine. 
Rubine spent most of the 1920s singing at the Capitol Theater at Broadway and 51st. On April 29, 1920, he got a contract with Victor and became a Victor-exclusive artist. Fun fact, in 1930, Willie Robine received a personal invitation from founder Wilfred Glenn to join the Revelers to replace first tenor James Melton, who was leaving the group. Robine declined the offer due to his limited ability to read music. William Rubin, Willie Robine, died April 12, 1996, at age 101. Before My Sunflower Made was banjoist Vess L. Osman with his composition, Sunflower Dance, from Columbia 3507, recorded sometime in 1906. We started that Helianthus set with Scott Joplin himself, playing his and Scott Hayden's 1901 composition, Sunflower Slow Drag. Not on a rapidly rotating record, but from Universal Music Company, 65-note piano roll number 8479. I had a number of emotional messages thanking me for last week's All-Ukraine show. I have a couple more records having to do with Ukraine that I didn't have time for last week, so we'll end this show with them, again, along with our prayers for the people of Ukraine, and frankly, at this point for the entire world.
Alfredo and his band with Souvenir de Ukraine from HMV B8157, recorded in 1929. Souvenir de Ukraine was composed by Italian-born British composer and pianist Adalgiso Ferraris, his most famous song, Probably Dark Eyes, published in 1910. Even if you didn't see the cold opening of Saturday Night Live last week, you may have heard the Ukrainian chorus Dumka of New York City sing Prayer for Ukraine. This next record is by the Ukrainian chorus Dumka, but I don't believe there's a connection. The New York group was formed in 1940, and this record was recorded in Kiev, Ukraine, in 1935, I believe. It's on the Boyan label, as I mentioned last week, a product of Myron Sermak's Ukrainian bookstore, Surma. This is a Ukrainian folk song titled Pyut Pivni, which translates as The Rooster's Crow.
the Ukrainian chorus Dumka with Piut Pivni, the rooster's crow, from a 78 on the Boyan label, number BO-511-B. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.